Welcome back to the Dog Money Sports Show, everybody. This is episode 18. I go by Money Marvin. I'm sitting here with my boy, Big Chubbs. <laughs> what it do, man? Dang, that bark was a little... Man, <clears throat> let me fix myself. Been, uh, yeah, man. Doing a lot of cheering this weekend, cheering, I see. Cheering, 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 cheering. Yeah, man. It was a good hey, weekend. How was your weekend, brother? It was solid, man. Uh, went to a wedding reception. Shout out to the Macklins. Shout out to the Macklins. That's where I lost my voice. Okay. So I didn't really have much to work with when it came time for game time. You was like a mute. Like just. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Dad, you my nigga. <laughs> Stop, man. Stop. It's too early. It's too early. <laughs> it's too early for that. How about them cowboys? Come All on, weekend. Man. Hey, I had a great weekend. We got the dub. It's all that matters. Um, outside of that, not, not too much mattered outside of that. No, nah, man. Like, got the dub. My my baby's birthday is Sunday, so we're going to get another dub for little Zoe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited about that. That's why she was being nice to me when I walked in here. She That's why she birthday gift. Like, she, she, she knows. She's it's sneaky, that time. Boy. It's the 22nd. That's that time. It's that time. She'll never say bye to me five times before she walk out this bye house. Hey, but it was a great weekend. Looking forward to another great weekend. We're going to roll over into our show. There's really no significant news to cover at this time. Uh, we're not going to really talk about any college football. Really, actually, um, just want to be prayers out to the family uh, before that, actually. Prayers out to the family of those that passed in that car accident from Georgia. Um, pretty tragic, man, right after celebrating a second win. So definitely prayers out to those families there, you know, because that's – it's going to change the scope of everything for them. Yeah. However, we want to just go over into, you know, the NFL news outside of those other, no basketball, no, nothing significant in basketball. Not right now. I mean, besides LeBron killing it, I think he's trying to go 40 a game so he can get it in seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this man is on, <laughs> but outside of that, Keep going nuts, young man. Keep, keep going nuts. Outside of that, nothing really to cover here. We're going to roll over into our bums of the week early. Want to get this on out of the way, just like they wanted to get up out of the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> we we had two. We got two separate bums. We got two separate bums. Okay. Marv, give me your bum of the week first. I'm going to have to go with Brett Maher. You got one job. You do have one job. You have five opportunities. You have five opportunities. You miss four up. You miss four up. <laughs> and I'm so glad it didn't come. I, I'm not going to lie. I was sitting there the whole time like, if Tom Brady pull a comeback, bro, and win by 21 points, and we stuck at 18, you know what? I'm going to be pissed. They had brought up the fact that um, uh, Tom Brady's comeback in the Super Bowl was on Dan Quinn. And I kept thinking about that the whole time. Like, man, come on. Don't do that to us. You know Please what? make these extra points. That's a good thing, though. That's a, I, I guess I, that makes sense. I totally forgot about Dan Quinn being the defensive coordinator. No. No, he, he was, the, he head was the head coach, coach at that time. He was the so, head coach of the Falcons. I totally forgot about him being the head coach at that time. And so that makes sense because at halftime, it was 18 to nothing. But with all these comebacks, I was sitting there like, you know, 
I'm gonna just be quiet for yeah, now. I didn't say let a me, word. I was like, let me be quiet right now and see. You know, we done missed three kicks at this point. So let me uh, sit here and sit back and see what's going on. And once that kickoff happened and special teams came down and laid the boom, I was like, all right, yeah, we got it. Right. I'm not even worried about it. I knew on fourth down that said, man, we're not finna kick it. We too close. Nah. No, we can live and die on this one. I right literally, here. at that point, and we're going to get into them a little later, but at that point, I was just like, you know, we need touchdowns every time we get into the red zone. Yeah. So don't even kick a field goal. Thanks. So uh, my bum of the week, it's a it's a, it's a dual bum of the week. I'm going to give it to the Chargers defense, number one. <laughs> I guess you'll say 1A. or No, I'm going to give them 1B. I'm going to give 1A to the head coach, Brandon Staley. For what reason? Let's hear it. All year, <laughs> all year, the previous year, like since you've been the head coach of the Chargers, he is praised for being aggressive. How you go up that much at halftime and lose your whole sense of identity? Bro, what they get, three points in the, in the second half? Three points in the second half. Do you know how many times... Uh, they ran the ball. Like, they ran the ball 13 times by Austin Eckler, seven by Joshua Kelly, three by Herbert. Herbert threw the ball 43 times. When I look back at the game, because I, 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 at some point, just like everybody else, I was like, forget it. I mean, it ain't my team, so I just turned it off. I look back at the, the play-by-play, short left, short right, missed it. You might as well hand the ball off at that point. At least Austin Eckler gonna give you give you a couple of yards. Right. But for you to lose your whole aggressive identity in the playoffs, you tripping, bro. And then defense. <laughs> How you? How many points did they give up in the second half? He picked the ball off. They picked the ball off four like times. <laughs> Three of those picks. By Asante Samuel Jr. Three of them. You picked the ball off four times. So in the first half, mm-hmm. y'all had him in in the hole. He wasn't. He was basically at this point like, all right. And then he comes back in the second half, four TDs. Like you would have never thought. And I, I at that moment I said, okay, Trevor Lawrence, and this is going back to a couple of episodes we had mm-hmm. back um, with our questions from the dog pound. Trevor Lawrence stepped up in that class to show you he was the best QB right. of the class that night. Right. For him to come back now who, more uh, picks. Who were the other quarterbacks in that class? Do you know off the top it of your was, head? It was um, Justin Fields. It was that class that we was discussing. Gotcha. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. I mean, those are two that you really needed to know about. Right. But he definitely stepped it up as the guy in that class. So I'm going to give it to him on that one. Um, in in a in a losing effort, um, the Chargers just chargered. Like they, they bolted up out of there. Like, <laughs> they, they, they bolted out of there real quick. So I'm gonna give it to the defense number one. How do you give up that? And the coach number two. How do you give up that? Like you you really like the defense put took their foot off the gas. So as an overall franchise, I'm gonna say this. The Chargers have a lot of talent, but still, I feel like Justin Herbert 
is a good quarterback, mm-hmm. but he's very much overhyped. Incredibly overhyped. You know? That's why I was asking last week. I asked like before we wrapped it up, was he better than Dak? And what did I say? Absolutely not. But and like he was overhyped. Too hyped, bro. I think that the that whole division was hyped up. Man, as we, you can see. We hyped that division up because we, we thought it was gonna be the But we was agreeing with the rest with of the everybody media. else. Absolutely. I mean, on paper they look like the you know, best thing smoking. Man. And were we food. And uh we have the best division of football. As you can see, three of the four teams are still in the playoffs. Three of the four teams, and it's gonna be two after this. <laughs> so literally we do have the best we have the best division in football this year. Period. So we're gonna ride over into our offensive dog of the week. Speaking of the best division in football, we're going to go with the best team. Let's go. Offensive dog of the week, I'm going to have to go with Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. And that's not being biased. This man came out there, lit it up. Everybody was talking bad about him. No, let me take this, bro. You got it. For weeks, all they had been talking about is this man's his interceptions, mm-hmm. how this man don't see the field. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks before that, he's the best thing since sliced bread. It's, it varies how they how they want to talk about that because we're the Cowboys. Because we're the Cowboys, and that, and that's not fair to him. However, he you know he asked for this opportunity. Right. You know you you know you want to be there, so this is what you have to take. However, yeah. with that being said, in the playoffs, that man has been balling. Ball. He's had good playoff games, minus you know that bullshit from last year. Right. You know every dog has his day. But what he had uh, four throwing touchdowns, one ran, rush for one. He actually used his legs uh, the other day. Really well. Yeah, I, I was like, okay. You, I was like, oh, you back. You back. Yeah, yeah. He out here you trying back. to get it, man. Hey. We ain't seen Dak rush for more than five yards in, in about a year and a half. And he was accurate throwing the rock. So accurate. Like, he was accurate. He wasn't sitting here like, oh, throwing behind. He was accurate. And I think that chemistry that he got with uh, Dalton Schultz is just amazing. Oh, man. man. Absolutely. It reminds you of, like, the Tony Romo to – Jason Witten type days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know you have a reliable tight end. And and speaking of Dalton, he don't get talked about enough to me. No, he don't. Like, we talk about him, of course. Because we're biased. You know, we're, we're, we're fans of the team. However, he is not talked about enough. And part of, part of that this year, I felt like this year was going to be a big year for him, especially being that it was a contract year. Remember us discussing that early in the season mm-hmm. when we were talking about fantasy. But that injury really kind of set him back. However, from the injury point on, he been back balling. Yeah, he been showing out. Two touchdowns that game, definitely honorable mention. He was he was the guy. He, I mean, definitely literally. somebody to be looking at when you placing your player props. Absolutely, because he's damn near guaranteed he, a touchdown he every game. Me, he he he. You might as well ladder him up for two and just take maybe three just in case. Exactly. Because Dalton Schultz getting the ball. But we'll definitely discuss that once the uh, player props for the Super Bowl come out. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I think we're going to have to have Because he, he'll be in the game. We're going to have to have a whole, like, just a breakdown. Like, hey, this is what you should look at for player props. I think that's a good idea. What you think? Bro, it's going to be like 50, like the show, pa- the show 50 is, pages of props. The show is just going to be based off of player props. Hey, like, you know what? I was telling my little brother, I'm going to make that drive to the state line. Hey, all we got to do is get right to Harris. <laughs> all we got to do is get... Hey, that's Parlaying not, all these that's props and coming that's back home. That's not a bad decision, my brother. We're going to have to make that drive right on over to Hoover Dam. You feel me? <laughs> get, right, get right on over. Pull over and place these bets <laughs> hey, and head it back home. Man, our dog of the week goes to... 
which dog of the week we talking about? We talking defense. Oh, the defensive dog of the week? Yeah. Hey, I'm going to give it to the whole uh, Jacksonville Jaguars defense, dog. To come back from what? What was it? 27. Wasn't it 27 to 3? Dog, it was. At uh, that point? To 7. 27 to 7. 27 and to 7. Mind you, they only gave up a touchdown. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. I know. Dog. 31-30 was the final score of that game. And it was our dog money pick of the week, too. If you was following us last week. We well, gave out hitters if you, again. <laughs> if you, if you follow again. us, we give out hitters. Um, if you was following us last week, we gave out straight hitters. Yeah. Like, probably the whole weekend. That was it. But, defensive dog of the week, definitely going to Jacksonville on that end. Didn't you um, have somebody else you wanted to mention? Um, Dexter Lawrence, uh, the New York Giants. The guy is a is literally a beast in the middle. Yeah, he like, showed out. Literally a beast. I don't think he gets enough recognition yet. However, it's going to come. Yeah. You know, and just pay attention to the Giants. And we'll go a little further into that now that we're going to be going ahead and discussing the NFL. Really quick, I just want to go through the wild card weekend. Uh, just our thoughts over the games here. First of all, we had the 49ers versus the Seahawks. Just like we said, we we like the Seahawks, and that would have been a great first half pick. But when it gets ugly, it's gonna get real <laughs> ugly. <laughs> and it did in the second half. I was sitting boy. there like, yo, it got ugly real quick. <laughs> like yo, they were covered. Speaking of man, shout out to uh, to the dog pal man. Josh made he uh, made some money on the first half. He took the first half. He took Seahawks first half. Hey, hey. Straight up. Me, I was scared to death. I said, nah, I'm cool. Nah, if I was, I haven't been betting this but week. He, bro, so, he was saying it was so much confidence for a week. Man. I'm taking them first half. And that was a money bet right yeah, there. Yeah, so shout Seahawks, out to Josh, man. That was Seahawks a good pick on your half. behalf, my boy. And then it got ugly. Real quick. <laughs> real ugly. It got ugly real quick. That that The final score, 41 to 23, didn't really do it no justice. But I, I don't want to really just focus on the score. I want to focus on what everybody else is talking about. And that's Brock Purdy really quick. Uh-huh. Um, you said you wanted to do what with Brock Purdy? You wanted to I wanted to give Brock Purdy his flowers, man. Okay. Um, for a rookie to step into his position the way he did and to have the success he's having is is amazing. Okay. Um I believe he should get some praise, but not a lot. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he, he hasn't folded. The boy got a lot of heart. And uh, I'm I'm excited to see what happens to him in the rest of his uh future in the NFL. He won't be going to the Super Bowl this year, unfortunately, because they, they do have to um, see them boys in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think he will get touched. No, we got to go. We're not in Dallas. No, they have to see them boys from Dallas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dallas absolutely. is coming. Absolutely. I'm coming! <laughs> <laughs> now, now, on that Brock Purdy talk, I absolutely agree with you on the flowers for stepping in. And doing his thing. Now, what I will say, and thank you, Brock Purdy, for giving me a, uh, a lot of hitters while you were in college at Iowa State, because I still don't understand how he fell all the way to the last pick of that draft. Yeah, I still that don't still get that either. Befuddles me. I was like, what? Y'all picked him last with all these wins on his resume and how he played against these big schools. I think it was the I, size. I, I think so. That's not that's not a big thing though. Now what I will say. Games the way he is. Now what I will say is, Brock Purdy might have played himself into a starting role, 
going into next year. And Trey Lance is <laughs> Trey Lance is right now probably at home watching these games and like, man, I might not see the field for the 49ers. Yeah, as, I mean, he made starter. the team, but he didn't earn a position yet. He, he didn't earn the position yet. And and there's no lock for him. Like you being at your the third overall pick, that don't lock you in for for success for the the starting quarterback of that team. Look at Baker Mayfield. Now, <laughs> man, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Man. Well, Sam Darnold's still there. You're right. You're right. He got benched now. Down. Now, what I will say, what I will say, but he's not there at his original team. Yeah. But what I will say, yeah, kudos to Brock Purdy. However, I do feel like he, he benefits from stepping into the right situation. Mike Shanahan has a has a resume of really producing great quarterback play. Um, even when you think about the year that Ryan uh, Matt Ryan had, same year when the Falcons blew that lead, that was Mike Shanahan's last year as the offense coordinator for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely in the best position that he can be in as a rookie. All you got to do is hand off the ball. To McCaffrey, you got Brandon Ayuk, you got George Kittle, you got Debo Samuel. They got literally, squad over there. Literally, he don't got to throw it no further than five to ten yards. Dink and dunk, hand it off. That's it. As a matter of your fact, your defense is literally. What are they top top five this year? Maybe top three. Yeah, top three for sure. If not, like, I want to say they're the number one. If they're not number one, like and and being as a rookie when you have that type of team around you. It does help a lot. And they they ruffled his feathers a little bit in that first half. And I do believe that this week they kind of allow him to be exposed enough that Dan, Dan Quinn is going to be able to see, mm-hmm. like, hey, this is what we can do with him. You right. know what I mean? Well, I was looking at his stats, man. He had 18 completions. For 332 yards. How many of that was? Uh... <laughs> 90% <laughs> of it, yeah. 90% yak. <laughs> but that game got out of hand real quick. Chargers, yeah, Jaguars, we spoke about it. You already know. Most of us fell asleep on the game. I personally turned the game off because I thought it was over. Like, I literally turned the game off. I started watching. We started actually watching <laughs> me, Janique, the kids, started watching Jurassic Park. <laughs> Until I text you and said they trying turn, to get his game up. We, we turn we turn on Jurassic Park series, boy. I, I was like, yo, that game is done. And you text me that I said, what? I looked at my phone like, what? <laughs> I said, ain't no way, ain't no way. So you already know what's going on with the Chargers game. Um, Chargers have a lot of work to do going into next season. Yeah, they do. If they're gonna get over the hump of being Chargers, Dolphins versus Bills. We expected the Bills to win. I guess it's fitting that they won by three. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> and I, believe, I, I don't want to sound insensitive, but no, that's how I felt. No, but I, I think that's fitting. Um, the Dolphins, they played a really good game. Surprisingly. Especially being that they didn't have Tua or Teddy B. Now you have this third-string quarterback. Just in the same position as Brock Purdy. However, you're talking about a first-year head coach mm-hmm. who's still learning how to manage, still learning how to manage in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So he stepped into a little different situation with playmakers around him. It's not the same, though. 
Yeah, like um, but he actually played a good he game. He played bro. a really good game. He played it. Really and I didn't expect that with uh, you know what he produced in the two previous games that he played this year. Right. Absolutely. So I wasn't expecting none of that. Honestly, the, I definitely took that eight and a half. <laughs> me too. If I was betting, but I, we told you, we said it. I didn't bet this week, and I'm kind of ah, but you know the Giants to the Vikings. Wow. We called it. Well, I called it. Yeah. What do we? What do you say about the Vikings at this point? Like. Trash. Kirk Cousins, man. But Kirk Cousins just can't he can't do He's, well in big games, dog. Prime time. It wasn't even prime time. Yeah, bro, that's the playoffs. <laughs> but it wasn't even prime How many playoff time. wins do um do Kirk, Kirk Cousins got under his belt? I, I I won't be able to tell you. It don't even matter. It don't even matter because he's not in there now. And at this point, you're paying this man all this guaranteed money to lose when it matters. Now, with that being said, uh-huh. can you pin this this uh this loss on him? I won't I won't pin this loss on him. I won't pin this loss on them simply because that team as a whole, you know, I mean he really did play well. Thirty one for thirty nine, uh-huh. two hundred seventy three yards, two, two touchdowns. You know what I mean? So he did exactly what he needed to do. Now, you look at the rushing game. Dalvin Cook, 15 yards for 60. I mean, 15 carries for 60 yards. Mm-hmm. That's actually decent. You know what I mean? Um, when when you struggle, where you struggle is that defense. But to be able to, with the firepower that you have on your team, compared to the New York Giants, you have an established, a more established quarterback with a, with a big arm. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Dalvin Cook. You have Justin Jefferson who had seven catches for 47 yards. Top three wide receivers in the game right Top now. Top three wide receiver. You got TJ Hawkinson. You got Adam Thielen as a, you know, your other guy. So you have well-established hey, He's been kind of quiet this year, though. But he's getting older, and he's still bouncing back from them knee injuries. He had a torn ACL or Absolutely. something, didn't he? Last year. Yeah. So he's still bouncing back. But for you to lose a game to the Giants when the Giants – didn't even get the biggest game from their biggest star. Yes, Saquon Barkley had two touchdowns. Uh, what, 50-something yards? 53 yards? Nine carries for 53 yards, which is 5.9 average, you know, a carry. But for him to only have nine carries for 53 yards and then have five receptions for 56 yards, he wasn't even the biggest factor. Exactly. So that's your sole superstar. On that team. And you guys couldn't stop them. And, and that just speaks volumes for the Vikings. Now we got to roll over to the Ravens versus the Bengals. 24-17. Honestly, I don't, you know, a lot of people, I think what I took away from this game, most people were mad because once once they lost, they turned the focus to, oh, Lamar should have been here. He should be playing. Lamar still hurt. Lamar still hurt. And even if Lamar wasn't still hurt. He got no supporting cast. You should pay me. Yeah. Honestly, at the end of the day. So you want me to come out here in a cast, do what you need me to do, and not have no security for the next season? Or the next season? Or the next season? Or a roster next season. (laughs) (laughs) Or a roster. He's out there playing by himself, dog. You know, unfortunately, I do feel like the Ravens 
might have seen their last. They might have seen their last Lamar Jackson when he before he got hurt. Yeah, he gonna be a Las Vegas Raider, and that would be wild. That'd be we crazy. Gonna, we're gonna be discussing. I ain't gonna that lie. Soon. I'll buy a jersey. I will buy a jersey. Not even gonna lie. They better say Las Vegas I will buy on a jersey. I'm, I'm finding myself a little more impacted by their losses and their wins now because they're here. So it's like that's a no, nah, bro. Movie. Having that team in the city is, is amazing. Like going Absolutely. out to see the atmosphere Seeing, for certain places. Yeah, it's dope. I just hate that it's the Raiders. Man, we just needed an expansion team. Really? Would you have switched sides if we got an expansion team? Absolutely. If we if we had an expansion team, I would have to switch sides because now that's a Las Vegas team. That's yeah, where we at. So and that's where we from. So. We're going to roll over to the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers because, and we, we'll keep it brief. We don't want to go too hard in the paint on this game here. Because I can go all uh, night. We can really go all night for, for the rest of the show <laughs> on that. Like we said earlier, Dak Prescott played amazing. Who else would you say played really well in that game? The, the defense. defense. Yeah. Um, nobody actually stood. Actually, you know what? Uh, J. Ron Curse. Yes. He is like, that's my second favorite player. On that defense. On that defense, ahead yes. of Diggs. Absolutely. After uh, Michael Parsons. Uh, Clear-cut leader. Leader. He be making big plays. And he be bringing that boom. <laughs> bringing that boom, nigga. That boom, boom, boom. That boom, boom, boom. <laughs> hey, hey, he does that. Everything that you need him to do, especially for Dan Quinn, you know? Oh, yeah. So, I, I really feel like... Everybody expected us to lose. I don't know if they more so expected us to lose because we the Cowboys or that they expected us to lose because we were playing Tom Brady. No, I'll tell you exactly what, why they expected us to lose because we've been hearing it all year. Y'all ain't been to the Super Bowl in 20-something years. Y'all haven't won a, a road playoff game in 30. Dak Prescott threw 15 interceptions. Mark Parsons don't know how to shut the hell up. <laughs> Y'all playing Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the GOAT. He ain't lost against y'all ever. 7-0. He going to be on the couch with us watching the uh, the Cowboys this week. Yep. At 7-1. By himself because I don't know if he fixed his family situation <laughs> I'm yet. I'm not going into that today. I ain't doing, ain't none of my business. I ain't doing that today with you. Uh, but 31-14, we absolutely dominated that game from start to finish. Outside of kicking. Uh, we, yeah, we, dominated, of we dominated every aspect of the game. I do want to briefly discuss Tom Brady. I feel like Tom Brady really should have wrapped it up after he threw that last touchdown. Always wrap Mike it up. Evans. Always. <laughs> he should have. He should have wrapped up his career after he threw that last touchdown to Mike Evans because he looked his age. Yeah. He was the no. Watch, watching him get off the ground, I was like, yeah, man, this ain't. This ain't the time we know, bro. He got to go. <laughs> he was pissed getting off the ground slow. He, hey, bro, it, he, he was throwing passes to the ground. I'm like, bro, I've never seen Tom Brady act like this. Three yards ahead of an open guy mm-hmm. on the ground. However, never. them open guys was also dropping balls, too. They were. Um, they were. But but I really, you know, and this loss really doesn't affect his, his, um, his career at all. It really doesn't affect his legend, his, his legacy. It doesn't affect any of, the, any of that. Nah, he's still the goat at the quarterback rings, position. You have seven rings, you can really just be like, all right, yeah, I got seven rings. It doesn't matter. Now, what I will say about that game is it's always quiet when we win. Always. But when we lose, I swear every fan outside of a Cowboy fan know exactly what a Cowboy is doing. <laughs> 
They know God. more. They know more Bro. about our team than they know about their own team. I get updates about the Cowboys from Eagle fans and Niner fans. How? Like, why, no, worry why, about your team. Dog. Worry about y'all team, bro. Leave us alone. <laughs> worry about, look, worry about your team. Don't want to say nothing in the group chat after we win. Don't want to come and hang out after the game once we win. Like, man, go on somewhere, bro. Don't want to come in the videos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let our kicker miss a field goal, though. Oh, y'all, oh, y'all going to lose this game, bro. Y'all can't make an extra point. And then it got silent. And then we missed the next point and it gets. Man, you know what? Play me some Pippin real quick. Let me hear that one time. Ain't nobody calling me, texting me, paging me, asking me, are you still involved? (laughs) (laughs) I got you. Uh, But on that divisional round, we're going to stroll over to our quick preview and predictions. We got the Jaguars. We got the Chiefs. Who we got? I got the Chiefs in that one. I don't know about that eight and a half yet. Okay. It can happen, though. Okay. It can definitely happen. I like that. Uh, I personally think I like the I like the eight and a half by the Jags. I like the Chiefs to win. Don't get me wrong. I like uh-huh. they at home. The Jaguars, I think they got a little bit of confidence now after that comeback there. That Kansas City defense has been giving like, a lot of people a chance. So. And, and and Trevor Lawrence, if he don't throw four picks, yeah, he might have a chance. To man, they they will definitely have a chance because Travis Etienne is a is a dog. Man, Christian, he had a game Christian Kirk, we talked about his contract in the beginning of the year as how he fleeced uh, <laughs> the Jaguars. Deserved but, every dollar, but he definitely deserved those dollars, man. He been he been balling for them. So with the Jags, I do like the eight and a half. Patrick Mahomes is going to be Patrick Mahomes. I don't think there's much that you need to discuss about that. Right. You know, um, what well, contract I, I think the, speaks for itself. <laughs> I think the guys that I'll be looking at and looking forward to seeing in that game is again Travis Etienne, Trevor Lawrence. See what they're going to do, and see how see how Doug Peterson elects to stop the Chiefs. Yeah, we. Um... How do you stop the Chiefs? Since you brought it up, Doug Peterson is one hell of a coach. Absolutely. Hell of a coach. Um, I was just thinking about the Eagles Super Bowl win with, uh, what's his name, Nick Foles? Yep. That was crazy. Carson Wentz, down. Been down since. He's been down ever since. Been down since. Been down since. But I I think how do you, how, if you were the Jaguars coach, how would you try to stop the Chiefs? You you really can't. It's like with Patrick Mahomes. There's no blueprint, bro. With Patrick Mahomes, he's like a great shooter. He's going to get a shot, uh-huh. you know. Here's my thing. If you can get to the quarterback and consistently get to the quarterback, you can flush them. Yeah, however, absolutely. However, he can also maneuver out the pocket and make something happen. However, you got to get to him. <laughs> and when you he's gotta, out of the pocket, that's when he's at his best. He, yeah, he really is. He really so, is. I'm not going to argue that. But So that's. You got to put a body on him to slow him down. If you can't put a body on him, expect him to show out. I, but they got a nice little running game. Running backs have a nice little passing game out the backfield. Absolutely. He uses all his receivers. I, I expect Travis Kelsey to at least get two touchdowns, though. Two tutties this le- week? At least two. He might mess around and get all three of them. I uh, wouldn't doubt it, bro. <laughs> I, I expect he's going to be the target. He's going to be the guy. That's who the Jaguars will have to try to stop. Mm-hmm. However, I don't believe you can really stop Travis Kelsey. He showed you that. 
And he is one of the best tight ends in the game and don't get enough recognition for that to me and will be a Hall of Famer first ballot, in my opinion, when he's done. Rolling over. No comment. Rolling over to the Giants versus the Eagles. Eagles, it's now at plus seven and a half versus the Giants. I don't really believe there's been no movement on that end. No, it opened what at do you seven expect and a half. from this game? I expect the Eagles to win easily. Okay. Um, it can be a close game, but I won't see it being like a struggle for them. Um, but I need to know if uh, Jalen is really healthy or not. If he's healthy, they gonna they should blow them out. Right. If I, they play to their potential, play how they're supposed to play it, they should blow them out. And I think that's really what it comes down to. If the Eagles play down or if they play down to the to the competition or if they play up to their potential. Jalen Hurts, he's going to be able to be effective regardless because of the weapons that he have mm-hmm. and their defense. You know, having that extra week of rest really should have done him some justice. It could have also made them sluggish. Too. And it could have made them sluggish. Now, that's the that's the biggest thing. Not just him, though, the team. The team. And yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was about to say. That's the biggest thing when you think about some some coaches prefer not to have that first round bye because you lose your momentum. Uh-huh. You know, your team gets they don't they're not as hungry. Now we just watching people and waiting for them to come to us. So it could be a gift and a curse to have that bye week. However, I do see the Eagles winning this game. I do believe that the Giants can actually cover the the numbers. However, it shouldn't be close. They should the Eagles really should win by at least two touchdowns. I'm gonna buy you know. it down to seven anyway. And you can't buy it down to seven. I would personally just mess around and tease that up and yeah. just take the job. You, you can't you, know you can't parlay with William Hill either after you buy it down. Yeah, exactly. That's, that. that's bogus right there. Now we're gonna roll over to the Bengals versus the Bills really quick. I want your thoughts on that before I even hit into that game. Like Bengals are a better team. Bengals should win the game. Now, my thoughts on that. Of course, there's going to be a whole, a whole lot of emotions in this game, particularly because of the last game that wasn't finished. Right. Right. So, with that emotion, hopefully it don't bring out triggers. Now, with that emotion, it's going to be a lot of emotion on the field. Uh-huh. Uh, in the stands with the fans, on the field. This game probably will be the most televised game of the weekend outside of us uh, because of the emotion. Uh-huh. You know, it was I a big game before the injury, too, though. It, it was. And yeah. that's why I think now it's going to be an even bigger game because it's the playoffs. And everything is on the you line. Know? And they really they changed the whole aspect of who's going to play who, where. Now it's a neutral site. Now you're playing in Atlanta. Uh-huh. So now you need people to travel from Ohio and you need people to travel from New York to get to this game. So it's really no no, no form of comfortability uh-huh. in this game. But with the – Who's listed as the home team? I want to say the – you know what? I don't, I don't actually know. Actually, Ooh. it looks like it's going to be Buffalo. Okay, so Buffalo is going to be and – and that was part of the issue there too because – Who's going to be the home team? Exactly. You know what I mean. That was part of the that was that was part of the whole issue there because that game really would have determined who was going to be the home team and who was going to be, you know, because if the Bengals would have won, 
they would have been the home team. Right. You know? So, it's it's a lot of emotion in that game that's going to transpire. I do believe that the Bengals are the better team right now. I believe that Joe Burrow is cooking. Joe Mixon is cooking now. You know, Jamar Chase cooking. T. Higgins. They might have one of the best wide receiver groups in the NFL. They have for the past two years. Absolutely. And I feel like with this game, the Bengals should win. However, <laughs> I ain't calling nothing rigged or nothing, but. No, you can say it. I'm not calling. This, this is a I'm safe not, place. Not call, I'm not, not calling nothing rigged. I can see the Bills winning again by three. <laughs> That's what I'm going to just say. By so, three? By three. So, I'm going to look. betting it? I'm not. I mean, I would. I'm not. If I was betting this, you weekend, can choose. I'm you can choose your line weekend. on the. Oh yeah. I yeah. I'm not betting this week. I'll bet but, it for you. Yeah. I think it's gonna be by three. You know. So. <laughs> What's the line on it? Five. Right now it's plus five and a half. So give me the Bengals definitely plus five and a half. Um, and roll with it. I think it's gonna be a three point game. You know. And I'm the opposite. I like the Bengals. Absolutely. So. I wouldn't bet that game if I was anybody as far as just if you feel like it's going to be either or. That game really could be either or. I just, no, this, you know. This is a divisional. I'm going to have it's gonna be some, four tickets. It's going to be some weekend. funny business on that one. Four me. games, but four tickets. <laughs> we're going we gonna to roll over to the end of this and hit on the Cowboys versus the 49ers. What do you expect outside of being us fans? What do you expect to see in this game? I expect a lot of defense in this game. It should be a low-scoring game. Yep. If it gets out of hand, it probably won't be until the second half because you know how we do in the second half. Right. How we do in the fourth quarter when the game's on the line. Dak is a great fourth-quarter quarterback. He's always been since his rookie year. Yep. Um, Brock so, Purdy, good luck. <laughs> so you saying take Because we under. coming. <laughs> so you saying take the under 45 and the 45 I'm not touching that, though. No? I'm not touching that. Because it can get out. It can get Because Because Brad May- Mayer, he can miss all the field goals. He can make them all. <laughs> oh, I'm not touching no, no overs, no, no over unders. unders. No. No over-unders. Because what was it last week? I don't know, actually. I want to say like know. it was like a point off from the, uh, and, from the total. And did they miss it because of that? It was 45 and a half. Total, <laughs> the, the total score was uh, 45. Field goals, four Bro, field goals. extra points. Just <laughs> give me. Give me. I'm not just give me it. one extra one. I'm not touching them totals this year. Now with, <laughs> now with this game, I do expect like you a lot of defense. Two great defensive teams this year. You know, uh, 49ers are pretty much a perennial defensive team. That's who their president is. So they're a defensive team. That's how they're built. I we we have become a, a really good defensive team um, over the years, especially since Dan Quinn took over that defensive unit. Now, Thank God for Dan Quinn. what I expect from this game is to be the most televised game because now we're talking about a rivalry. Like it's literally this is bringing back a rivalry. You know, everybody's hyped. Everybody's hyped about the 49ers. What I I expect personally is Brock Purdy to look like a rookie this weekend. Yeah, I expect Brock Purdy to look like a rookie this weekend. I can tell you right now, when the Cowboys was up, Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn was still coaching the game. However, in the back of his head, he was saying, man, what I'm going to do with this next week? 
We got this young rookie. We got to figure something out. Terrorize I guarantee you. That. I guarantee you, Dan Quinn was as soon as the game was over. High five, high five. We in the locker room. All good, cool, cool. Yay. Film. Film. <laughs> right on it. Going right to a game plan. So I'm I'm excited to see this game and to see the outcome. And I truly, truly hope they don't disappoint me at all this weekend because I would be pissed. Straight up. I would be pissed. So who who is your favorite? If you were given one favorite pick out of this game and you said, Okay, this is my dog of the week, who is your What's your dog pick of the week? It's going to have to be the Cowboys money line. I love it. I do like I do like the Eagles seven and a half. But your favorite? Cowboys money line? Yeah, Cowboys money line. I yeah. like that too. But I'll go, I'll, I'll go to a different game. My favorite, I don't know why it's standing out to me. It just Sometimes when stuff stands out to me, I just take it. Uh-huh. Because it's, that's your gut feeling. You feel um, the same the Bills. I'm going to say the Jaguars. I like the Jaguars. Plus eight, not the money line. Give me the plus eight, though. Sometimes we ain't talking about money line. Give me the Jaguars plus eight and a half. So that that will be my dog of the week. Jaguars plus eight and a half. Marv said Cowboys money line. And that's where we rolling at. Oh, you know what? Bengals money line, too. I forgot that they were dogs. They dogs? Yep. Man, I said one. You giving three. I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. one. So his favorite is the Cowboys money line. That's his favorite. And the Bengals. <laughs> get out of here, man. What? Before we get up out of here, what we what we telling? What you got? You got anything for the people? No, man. I just want to uh, say thank you for everybody who's been listening to us all season, man. It's been a fun ride. Absolutely. But we still got a long ride to go. We got a long ride. So you know what they say? Uh, subscribe, like, comment. Like. Tell a friend, tell 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 10. Dog money is in. If you smell that grass, young brother and sister, you better wipe your... Man, take the Cowboys money line and the bank. Let's go. We're about to hear. Jack's plus eight and a half. Hey, much love. Thank you for listening. Peace. Remix. It's the beat in the meantime. See, I'm a crime. I keep the crowd jumping. Remix. Uh, it's the haters that uh, hate the game and talking all day, ain't saying nothing. Remix. Uh, Mr. Cheap, big dog, my boy.